Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming, and I enjoy helping people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. New content is released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of each week. For those of you who are on a platform that supports it, thank you so much for taking a few moments to leave us a rating and a review. We most certainly appreciate your support of the podcast. Building sustainable habits is our topic for today. As a young army enlistee, one of the things that I absolutely deplored was drills that literally we had to do over and over and over until there was no opportunity because we had done it so many times to get it wrong. At the time that I was doing it, I didn't understand how important it would be to build those specific types of muscle memories. Fast forward a couple of years later, I'm now facilitating operations other than war. I've got to use now some of those exact skills. And I could see then how knowing everything cold in the heat of the moment, in the middle of making life-changing decisions, was going to serve me incredibly well for the rest of my career. So much so that it's also had a tremendous effect in my civilian life and career. I share that because sustainable habits are formed in the exact same way. Today, what I'm going to share with you is what are sustainable habits? Why should we desire them? And what are the top five techniques that we can deploy to get them into our hearts in a way that they continually serve us for a very long time? In the context of psychology, A lasting habit refers to a habit or an action that has been consistently repeated over and over again or over time to a point where it becomes automatic, it's ingrained, and it's a permanent part of our subconscious mind. In the same way that we burned in those military principles We're able to burn in to our subconscious minds sustainable habits. But some might say, well, what's this mean every day? How do I apply this? What's the whole rationale for this? It's a great question. And really what's centered on is a couple of things that I think you're going to find very intriguing. Practical applications suggest that lasting habits can streamline our daily routines. There are certain things that we do throughout the course of a day. We can really refine that and tweak that and get that down to a point where we've got literally a game plan for each day that truly works to help us get from where we are to where we want to be to achieve the goal, whatever that is for that given day. Another good use case for sustainable habits is they help us make our tasks more efficient by consuming less time. The more time you take away from things that don't matter, the more time you have to focus on that which matters. There's a huge upside to that because there's a contribution to your physical and your mental well-being. Why? Well, because you're not sitting there spinning your wheels 
using all of your good emotion, energy, and capital for the day on things that don't matter. You can channel that all into things that matter, thus leaving more time for you at the end of the day to spend with your family or to spend in other hobbies and endeavors that make you feel good. When you begin to build sustainable habits, they also contribute to your personal growth and your ability to bounce back in the face of adversity. Resilience is an absolute friend of ours that we want to have in abundance. Because if we're doing life from the position that, hey, we're going to have a plan, but if something comes in that is unplanned, we're not going to bend out of shape about it. We're not going to lose our cool. No, we're going to stand fast, settle ourselves, decide what needs to be done to overcome this new obstacle so we can get back on the beaten path toward that which was important for that day. Thus, resilience. Sustainable habits also contribute significantly to help us with structuring our goals and thereby reducing risk. A lot of us, if we're honest with ourselves, get really bent out of shape and all wound up to the point where we feel stress and anxiety when we start thinking about our different goals, long-term goals, short-term goals, whatever the case is. That can be a really exciting set of circumstances where exciting in this case isn't necessarily good. When you see yourself firing on all cylinders, getting things done, leveraging momentum from win to win to win, this has become a pattern that's now part of you. You're starting to really have some of the core benefits of sustainable habits. And this makes life much more satisfying because when you Feel those feelings that are associated with fulfillment and happiness. This is what it's all about. I want to tell you now about the techniques. I want to help you get to a point where you can do some things to help nurture and develop some of these core attributes that are going to help you create and build sustainable habits. Before we get started, everybody's going to be at a different point in this journey. Recognize that while we go through these, think through where you are on your journey, which items you have present and functioning, then think through those items that are absent from the list that I'm going to share with you and begin thinking about a strategy that you can put together to leverage some of these in a more compelling way to get you the results that you need sooner rather than later. Right out of the gates, we're talking about starting smaller. When we start small, what we mean is we don't want to throw so much at ourselves that we feel the feeling of overwhelm. That is the best way for us to not be able to do this. By starting small, what we're really aiming to do is get something that's manageable and measurable. We want to minimize resistance that we feel toward doing this thing because it feels too big, it feels too wide, it feels too complex, and we want to take it on in a much smaller bite-sized chunk that we can gravitate to, that we can plan out, that we can see ourselves fulfilling over a relatively small window of time. When you're building what you would desire to do for a, let's say, a new life goal, 
perhaps it's a new eating plan or maybe it's the reduction of weight. All of these require us to start small. And what that means is if you're not exercising, let's just start exercising 10 minutes a day. Something realistic that we can measure and that we can literally become good at. Once we become good at that and we're faithful to that, then we can diversify a bit and maybe move it from 10 minutes to 15 minutes or 10 minutes of aerobic and 10 minutes of anaerobic. Small bite-sized pieces over time, this is what builds a sustainable habit. Then I want you to think about how can you be consistent? Consistency is one of the key items that we need to master. It's right there next to starting small because if we can't stay the course, then that objective that we set in our example of losing some weight, if we can't do the work necessary to reduce the weight, sticking to our veggies, turning away the sugary snacks and the sugary drinks, reducing our carbohydrates, increasing our water, doing our 10 minutes of aerobic, our 10 minutes of anaerobic. If we can't do that consistently and create the habit, the sustainable habit, then we don't get the result that we desire down the road. It's imperative that we cultivate self-discipline, that we can be consistent. No matter what is going on, we need to have a why And that why in the trying times should be far bigger than just the weight loss and the look that we would have toward that as our reason. We should have underneath that some very substantive information, reasons that we have to do this. And there is no opportunity to turn back. You're going to have your triggers. Somebody's going to press one of those buttons. And if you're a comfort eater like I used to be, they press that button. Here comes the ice cream. Not just two scoops, but probably half the bucket. At least that's what I used to do. You guys are probably a lot more mature than I was. Number three is we want to track the progress. We've been saying that one of the items that goes with being small is also being measurable. We need to track the progress. How do you do that? You write it in a journal. Did you achieve what you said you were going to do or not? It's really that simple. It's no more than a checklist of activities that you are going to commit to again, starting small, that you can be consistent. Once we got that going, now let's do some tracking to make sure We are remaining on the beaten path. This is another way of saying it. This whole idea of tracking the progress is also what we would call accountability. We're saying to ourselves, I'm going to make this small gesture. I'm going to be consistent with it. And now I'm going to track whether I'm keeping my word of doing what I said I would do. We'll be able to look into that journal and see the victories or see the opportunities to come up a little bit higher. Here's a pro tip. If you want to get something done of this fashion, 
you don't have good accountability and this may be a risk to you completing this process of creating sustainable habits or in our example, losing some weight, then you need to get an accountability partner, someone that will hold you in your feet to the fire in the event that you attempt to get a case of the give ups. Number four, overcoming setbacks. These are a natural part or process that occurs whenever we are attempting to do something that we haven't done before, especially the creation of a sustainable habit that's probably not already in our lives. If it were, we wouldn't need to have a need to create it. What I want you to focus on is not looking at a momentary setback as a failure and a reason to give up. This is not an academic endeavor where you get an A, B, C, D, or F. This is us doing real life with real crap entering into our arenas that we got to go deal with whether we want to or not. And we got to get up, dust ourselves off, get back in the race, the journey, the weight loss, whatever the case may be. We're going to analyze what didn't go so well. We're going to put a plan in place to address that, and we're going to move forward. We are not going to wallow in that sorrow. We're not going to start being critical of ourselves. We're not going to go into that whole loop of negative self-talk that takes place where we become our worst enemy. We're simply not doing that. We're going to look at what went wrong. We're going to put a plan in place. We're going to dust ourselves off. And we're going to keep moving, which takes us down to number five, which is being flexible and adaptable. When these things come up unannounced, unwanted, undesired at the inopportune time, this is not a time for us to get all bent out of shape, uptight, angry, upset. You don't need to use your capital like that. You only got so much emotional expenditure for a given day. When it's gone, it's gone. When you get super tired, you're super tired. And you can't just like go take a nap for 15 minutes and get all that back. You have to use that energy wisely. If you will take on a mindset that says, if something should come along that, I don't know, I'm not expecting, I'm just simply going to evaluate what that thing is unemotionally and I'm going to pick it apart. I'm going to separate the good from the not so good. I'm going to determine what do I need to do to press through this, over this, under this, get past it however necessary. I'm going to do that. And if it takes more than one opportunity, I'm going to rinse and repeat. I'm going to do the exact same thing all over again. I'm going to look at what part of that second attempt went right, what went wrong. I'm going to retool, recraft, tweak what needs to take place and back in the game. That's how we do. That's how we become flexible and adaptable. And what you're going to find when this becomes a sustainable habit for you is that 
people who used to really get on your nerves and circumstances that used to really set you off, they're going to no longer do that because you are no longer looking at the external circumstances and allowing them to move you emotionally. No. What's going on now is you're recognizing you're responsible for your expenditure. You've made a calculated decision to tone that way down, to use it wisely so that you've got time again for your family and for other worthwhile endeavors that require a wee bit of emotion, that you've got an abundance of that for them or it. Plain and simple. If necessary, you're going to change your schedule, you're going to change your priorities, and you're going to reevaluate your circumstances. This is how we do it, where it is the creation of sustainable habits. And don't forget to reward yourself. When you hit a milestone, when you hit a goal, when you stay the course, when you look at your journal and you find that you actually did what you said you were going to do, let's do some celebrating. Let's do some hardcore celebrating because that reward dopamine system that you've got built into your anatomy, that's going to help you to create momentum and it's going to write some real cool memories. Those are going to get supplanted in your subconscious. Now you'll see yourself as a winner. You'll see yourself with a can-do lens. All of these things contribute to you becoming a better version of you and ultimately building sustainable habits. When you understand this psychology, it has a way of creating some profound changes in you and your behavior. I want you to think about these principles once more, those that you have in place and operational, those that you do not have in place and operational. By all means, if you need to re-listen now that you've seen what the contents are, you can take a more advanced purview into you to what actually is going on, what actually is functioning against what we've talked about, where there's an opportunity for you to grow and develop. Do that. Do that. Because we want negative habits that can have detrimental effects out of your life. Ultimately, this desire for you to have lasting habits, it will not take place if we don't weed out the things that are holding us back. I'm hopeful that this was useful and helpful for you. And this is going to conclude this episode. I most certainly appreciate your time and your attention. You can interact with me however you desire on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R Thought Life. And I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe. <laughs>